Okay, and we are live. Welcome to uh, The 100 Report, uh, where I am reporting live from uh, the confines of my house. And um, you're going to notice that we sound a little bit different now because, as you know, uh, or are no doubt aware, the world is going through a global pandemic and we're all confined to our houses. So uh, over there's Charlie and she is... Where are you, where are you exactly? So I'm actually based down in Hampshire, um, near Stockbridge. So I guess we could call this the Corona special, um, <laughs> but everyone's been doing that and it's going a bit Corona mad. So we just thought we'd um, check in with you guys, let you know that that although we are going to carry on with our normal podcast with the team talks, um, we will be sounding a little bit different from now on. And um, it is because we are we are separated by hundreds of miles and confined confined to our bedrooms so do bear with us with the sound quality yes it's going to be strange I, I think that it's not just us I think it's going to be an awful lot of people are going to start doing this um we're going to see a lot more and some people are going to sound extremely clear and some people and on the opposite end some people are going to sound a little bit different but it's no different than a lot of podcasts because if you do external interviews it's often over the phone and so forth um I think the only difference here is that we've um uh, this is a bit more of a permanent fixture uh, because I've been <laughs> I've been blessed with the with the master microphone. <laughs> Whereas I'm on my trusty iPhone microphone. So, um, but yeah, we've um, we've had a pretty crazy week um, based yeah. in London, and I've come down to Hampshire to get out of the city. Um, there's all these rumours going around that the M25 is going to be closed to people coming in and out of London. So. Um, but I do have family down in the south, so I thought I'd get some fresh air. And actually, weirdly, out in the countryside, it doesn't look, it doesn't feel any different. Um, people are still sort of taking their dogs for a walk, going for runs in the woods, obviously keeping my distance. But you wouldn't really know, whereas London, you really notice the difference because the streets are so bare and the buses do still go past, but with one or two people on them. So um, you do really notice the difference. But it really has affected a lot of different industries, as we know, and um, the world of sport has completely come to a standstill, which is really sad because being cricket badges that we are, being cricket fans, um, the PSL was obviously cancelled towards the end of the competition. Um, and uh, there's no football, there's no rugby, and a lot of things are being pushed back. And the, the trouble is, we don't know when this is going to end. So we know that already the county season here has been pushed back. Um, the IPL has been given a, a, a date that's been pushed back to April the 15th. Uh, I think that's still very unlikely with most of the airports that have been shut um, around the world for international travel and players not being understandably too keen to put themselves at risk and put their families at risk. I think it's um, understandable. And, um, you know, there's there's all sorts of stuff. People have come home early. Uh, Alex Hales is in self-isolation uh, for ex as, as, a, as a leading example. He came back from the PSL. Uh, a bunch of the county teams came back from the county championship warm-up matches and uh, half of those have gone into isolation. It's very strange. So I think uh, context-wise, it's good. Uh, the reason that we're doing an episode just about this in the middle of recording all of the team talks. So at the time of recording, we've recorded three. Uh, we just felt that obviously this is a big global issue and whilst everybody's talking about it, it's uh, it does bear mentioning. We're not burying our heads in the sand and pretending it's not happening because it, it really is and there's an awful lot of um, question marks about what's what's going to happen. And we just have to hope that the 100 goes ahead as planned. Luckily, it is later in the summer, um, but we know that recently, Chris, you were talking about the ECB 
um, putting white ball cricket first um, and the T20 Vitality Blast uh, may be at jeopardy. Uh, we were talking earlier about some of the test series coming up and earlier in June we've got the West Indies, um, which we both have tickets for, we're hoping. Yep, <laughs> Still I, going ahead. I think it's safe to say that, I mean, they haven't really confirmed it yet because nobody knows, but I, I think it's it's safe to assume that the, the, the West Indies one is, is very likely to get cancelled because it's earlier in the season. A lot of the county championship is going to get affected. There's a lot of talks circulating on uh, BBC Sport, ESPN, about the, uh, the the entire county championship season being postponed. Now, I think, you know, context-wise, that is all to do with... Um, it's very strange that you have to look at it in terms of the, the science of the pandemic itself, um, because if, if everything goes to plan in terms of containing the pandemic so that things like the NHS and hospitals don't get overloaded, they uh, you basically triple the amount of time that the that the virus is going to be around, but you stop it from you stop the curve of the infection rate going above a certain level. So whilst it doesn't spike as much, it goes on for a little bit longer. So because they anticipate that if everything goes to plan and it's a long term um, a long term uh, issue, it's going to take longer to completely uh, to completely get rid of it, and that's going to eat more and more and more into the summer fixture. Now, obviously, people's health and people's safety and people's lives are far more important than any silly sport, as much as uh, me or you or anybody may love cricket. But um, it's interesting because one of the one of the strange things that I'm finding from being in isolation is how much I rely on being entertained. Things like sport and TV and films and uh, everything has now become actually more integral and more crucial to, to kind of my own sanity than anything else. And um, I don't know about you, but I've found myself watching an awful lot of cricket highlights. I've been working <laughs> my way through loads. <laughs> That's a really good idea, actually. We should definitely rewatch some old old classic games. Oh, um, yeah. If not just, you know, the World Cup from last summer. Oh, yeah. Um, but yeah, let's hope these things go forward. It doesn't. It's not going to stop us talking about the hundred and talking about cricket. We've got a lot more to cover. Um, so far, we've released three team talks, um, and actually, the second one was on the Southern Brave, and we have an update about the Southern Brave. So we thought we'd put that on this po- podcast here. So uh, hot off the press, I think a couple of days ago, um, there was a news article that came out which stated that David Warner has pulled out of the hundred. Um, and he is supposedly going to be replaced by Marcus Stoinis. This has not been confirmed, although it is confirmed that David Warner has pulled out. Um, and it's a shame because I, uh, as you guys know, was were very excited about the Southern Brave team, uh, predominantly because they have the most amazing bowling attack, I think, of all of the teams. But David Warner, as the opener, would have been just amazing. Um, Are you still on board? Are you still on board with Southern Brave? Well, let's discuss this because, um, firstly, my first reaction, I have to say, um, no disrespect to Marcus Doinus, he is an amazing player in his own right, being more of an all-rounder than than an opening batsman, um, I didn't think that he was a fair like-for-like replacement for David Warner, and I certainly don't think that, that Marcus Doinus would have put himself into the draft at the top price tag of 125000 so I wasn't sure, you know, I don't think it was a like-for-like replacement. David Warner's obviously uh, also a left-handed batsman, and I think having the left-right opening partnership is also integral um, to to shorter formats. Um, 
Marcus Stoinis is a right-handed batsman, is obviously a bowler, also more of an all-rounder. However, having done some more research and reflecting upon the most recent Big Bash that he was in, he actually was the leading run scorer in the Big Bash. Um, and one of his innings, he got 147 not out. Um, in a T20 match, that's... In a T20 yeah. match, not out. This is <laughs> reverting back to why I put um, Andre Russell a bit bit further ahead because I wouldn't want him running out balls to but play it's, with. It's interesting. Um, Marcus Doinus the same. He plays the Melbourne Stars and, and he had 147 not out against the Sydney Sixers. His average in the competition um, was 54 and his strike rate was 136. So I did con- I did reconsider my initial disappointment um, at him being replaced, uh, him replacing potentially David Warner. But he has come. He has come into his own in in the batting. He he didn't bowl as much in the competition. He's actually got a foot injury right now, so I'm not sure whether he would be used that much anyway as a bowler. In the Southern Brave, we've already spoken at length about about the quality that we have in the bowling attack for them. Um, but as a as a batsman, uh, I think David Warner still still a much a much stronger opening batsman. So it is a shame, and it does change things, but. I do still think that they are a pretty decent team. Well, I think that you go, uh, you made an interesting point about that high score because it made me think of another particular person who made a particular high score and was also available to buy uh, as part of the 100 draft and didn't seem to go anywhere is the universe boss himself, Chris Gale. Now, my my big question, especially as somebody who is pretty certainly going to be a fan of Southern Braves, um, how do you feel? Do you think that choosing Stoinis, who perhaps has form going into it in terms of the latest franchise games choosing somebody like Stoinis over somebody like Chris Gale and um, again it seems like David Warner and Chris Gale and Marcus Stoinis have all established themselves as short form big hitters who do bowl Um, I would argue Marcus Stoinis to me I've known him as more of an all-rounder whereas Chris Gale and uh, David Warner bowl a bit of useful spin and nothing more um, how, how do you feel? Do you think that they made the right choice, or do you think that it's strange that they didn't uh, that they didn't consider uh, Chris Gale? Well, that's an interesting question because I don't think Marcus Stoinis was even in the mix for the player draft. I don't remember seeing his name um, down the line of international players. I don't mm. think he was even he, he was even in the mix. So I'm not sure who put his name forward and whether whether in fact the same management team that um, that that look after David Warner, perhaps also look after Marcus Stoinis, or maybe it was more of an Australian influence that suggested a replacement of Marcus Stoinis. Because I can't imagine that Mahela Jai Wardner um, would have chosen out of thin air Marcus Stoinis. Um, and that that name came about as soon as David Warner um, said that he doesn't want to play in the 100 anymore. So mm. again, we haven't that hasn't been confirmed, but you're right, there was a big upset in the draft that the universe boss, Chris Gale, um, wasn't picked. And of course, if you remember in the draft, um, players put themselves in a certain price bracket. Yes. And if they didn't go within that round, you couldn't be chosen at a lower price bracket. So very few players put themselves in at 125000 um, And one of which was Chris Gale. He wasn't chosen. They went for Andre Russell instead. And yeah, I do think that actually Chris Gale would be a, a more fair like for like replacement with David Warner being a left-handed opening batsman. Um, uh, and, and a serious hitter with a, with a, with a serious strike rate. Yeah. I think that's something that maybe they, they will consider. I've always, and it's strange because I've found it a bit of an odd replacement because I've always thought of Marcus Stoinis as a kind of a middle order all rounder rather than an opener. 
Yeah, but he d- he actually does open. Um, oh. for he did open in the Big Bash, and right. as we've seen from the stats, he he did a, he did a, an amazing job this season. So I definitely think that his name's been put in the mix straight off this Big Bash um, tournament where he was was the highest run scorer. But it would have been interesting as well having Chris Gale add, added to the mix because there's definitely a West Indian influence in the Southern Brave. Um, oh, for sure, in, for sure. In the in the bowling attack, so certainly something to consider. We again, we as we said, Marcus Lennis hasn't hasn't been confirmed. So we'll we'll see what happens with that. But um, I'm mm. sure there's also going to be other players that we've confirmed that will drop out for other reasons or injuries and um, such like. So it's going to be quite difficult to. They've also got the wild card, which is going to be added in July. Oh, of course. Some other names are going to come to it. So we'll we'll keep you updated as and when we get any news. But Definitely. That and is that is the news that we have from the Southern Brave. And obviously, um, you know, because of the current global events around the world, an awful lot of things are changing and. One of the things that we don't know, especially, and I think this particularly pertains to the international players, is when are certain countries' bans going to get lifted? Uh, when are people going to start flying internationally again? Because I'd say for the most part, people are back in their home respective countries. Um, so, you know, uh, even, even if everything, you know, goes to plan and the virus all dissipates and we can get on with the county championship, the T20, uh, the Royal London, or the know, IPL, the IP, everything. Um, we have no idea if, say, India won't lift their travel ban until July. Now, I know I picked India, even though India aren't, aren't sending any players to the 100, but the same could apply for Pakistan or Sri Lanka or uh, South Africa, or whatever. So, um, I so guess we'll keep you updated we'll and definitely um, keep you updated. we've got some more Team Talk um, episodes to come out. Yes. Uh, along with episodes regarding the women's competition um, and a lot more analysis along the way. So we'll keep you updated, hopefully provide you some light entertainment whilst you're stuck at home. We hope everyone's staying safe. Yes, stay safe, stay indoors and above all else, wash your hands and um, we will see you on the next one. Have yourself a lovely, pleasant and safe time. Bye.